Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Tuesday, June 20th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians were off on Monday, but get set to open a a big homestand. Uh, uh, Some opponents that, uh, you know, coming into uh, Progressive Field that, uh, at least with with Oakland, that they should, uh, you know, match up pretty well against and and, uh, have an opportunity to, to gain some ground there with Minnesota struggling lately. Uh, you know, what are we looking forward to with this series uh, between the the Athletics and Cleveland? You know, Oakland was uh, was one of the hotter teams that just a just a week ago, uh, but that seems to have uh, cooled off over the weekend. Yeah, Oakland uh, had that seven game winning streak. They 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 were beating Tampa Bay. They were beating some of the best teams in baseball. And now, but now uh, they've come back to earth a little bit. They've lost five straight, headed into Cleveland. They are 19 and 57, Joe. Uh, so this is a team that uh, uh, should, uh, you know, that Cleveland should have an advantage over. Uh, they, they, uh, Cleveland took two out of three in April at the Coliseum, but the A's have always had a history of playing playing Cleveland tough, and uh, it's going to be a really good series because, like you said, the Twins are struggling. They're playing Boston. They've got three more against Boston. Right now, uh, Cleveland is two games out in the AL Central. This is a chance to gain some ground on the Twins and get closer to 500. I love how diplomatic Hoinsie. All, all these years, Hoinsie comes out. He's diplomatic. He's the the Guardians should have an advantage. It's <laughs> it, it, come on, uh, speak plainly. We all we all know the Guardians need to win two out of three in this series. There's there's no joking around or no no walk tiptoeing around it. Oakland's the worst team in baseball uh, record wise and. And we all know that what's going on with this club, with the, uh, uh, you know, the potential move to Las Vegas, and uh, the fans protesting in the stands, and you know, having uh, reverse boycotts and and all that. Uh, this is a this is a proud franchise. This is a, a, a club that's that's won World Series and and has had some of the the, the greatest players ever, uh, you know, come through. Uh, you know, Ricky Henderson. Uh, you know, you think back to those. Those Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco uh, years, when uh, it, at least when I was growing up, those were those were the teams to beat. Uh, this is a this is a franchise that's sort of because of its ownership, I, I think, in, in a lot of ways, uh, has has sort of just become a an, an also ran in the league. Uh, it's it's kind of difficult to watch. 
Yeah, you know, and they've, you're right, Joe. They have a great history. Catfish Hunter and Raleigh Fingers and Sal Bando, those t- those great A's teams are what won three straight three straight World Series in a row. Uh, you know, before before Charlie Finley tried to sell the sell all his top players and Bowie Kuhn, the uh, the uh, commissioner, you know, put a stop to it. Uh, you know, th- those were those were great Oakland teams. But you know, this franchise has fallen from those days, and uh, you know they need a new stadium, and the, the stadium is the huge issue in Oakland. They've tried for years to get a new one. They haven't been able ownership in the city haven't been able to come to terms, and now they've got maybe maybe more than one foot out the door, and they're headed for Vegas. So you know it's a sad thing. Great fans in Oakland. Uh, the commissioner uh, Rob Manfred misspoke. When he, you know, kind of sarcastically said, you know, they finally got uh, an, an average size MLB crowd at the Coliseum when they 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 hosted the uh, when the fans hosted the reverse boycott. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a franchise in transition. It always has been, and uh, you know they should you you should you should beat teams like this, Joe, if you're if you're the Guardians. But I just, you know, I've, history tells me to be careful. Don't don't let uh, don't go to sleep on the A's. Yeah. Hence, uh, hence, Hoynesy with his his diplomacy when he says they should have an advantage. Yeah, I, I would agree they should have an advantage. I also I also want to point out when when I think back on on the Oakland A's, I'm bringing up, uh, you know, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. Hoynesy dips into uh, <laughs> Catfish Hunter and and Sal Bando and I'm just. You know, it, another reminder that that I work with, uh, you know, one of the greatest because, uh, uh, you know, he, he goes he goes way back and, and digs deep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, Cleveland's won, what, eight out of a ten against Oakland. Uh, it's this is a, a series where they, they should have an advantage, like you said. Uh, and, and right now, Minnesota is struggling. Uh, like like you said, they've, uh, you know, Pablo Lopez pitches and and pitches well for Minnesota and yet they still lose to Boston and and now the the you know the Guardians deficit in the AL Central is just down to two games. Yeah, and that that Pablo Lopez and Luis Arias trade Luis is Arise. not yeah. Luis Arise trade is not looking real good, Joe. Uh Arise went 5 for 5 yesterday for Miami. You know, he could hit 400. Who knows? I mean, he's he's got a great chance to win the NL batting title, and he might, uh, you know, he might uh, be the first guy since Ted Williams to hit 400. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet that listed all of the um, all the the talent that Derek Falvey has has traded away up there in uh, in Minnesota, uh, and it listed Arise as uh, one of the prime examples of that. But I'll tell you, Arise being in Miami, I think, is is more a factor uh, than being away from the Twins. I, I think he's just so comfortable in Miami that that he's he's hitting as well as he is, just being you know close to home and and all that kind of stuff. I I think that's a, a major factor in this is that uh, you know uh, the environment that he is in. Nothing against the the Twins, it's just that he's more comfortable hitting in Miami. Yeah, and that, that could very well be, but that's a good hitter. You could put him in North Dakota and he'd hit, <laughs> he'd hit for, you know, 350. I, I mean, he, he was born to hit. I remember Terry Francona, uh, you know, the first time we ever saw this guy and he, and he said, watch this guy. This guy is going to, this guy's going to be a batting champion. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, the Guardians do have some questions in front of them, uh, heading into this Oakland series. Uh, we know who's going to pitch on, 
in the opener, it's Aaron Savali versus Luis Medina, but we do not know uh, exactly who's pitching uh, on Wednesday. That's right, Joe. Um, uh, you know, they, they have an open spot in the uh, rotation, you know, because of the injury to uh, Tristan McKenzie. Uh, there's a couple candidates they, they could throw. Uh, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hunter Gaddis would be on turn at AAA and uh, he pitched very, very well against Oakland in, in that series in April, six scoreless innings. Uh, so he's a candidate and so is, uh, Gavin Williams. He could, he could, uh, you know, his last start was on June 14th for, uh, Columbus. So he could come up with an extra day's rest. So we'll have to see how this works out. Yeah, and we talk about extra days rest, uh, you know, because the the uh, off day is always on a Monday in in the minors. Uh, that sets things up when uh, when the guy when when a starter pitches on Tuesday, he's he's set for Tuesday Sunday in a regular rotation, facing the same team twice, and 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 that's how that works out. Uh, Tito had talked about maybe trying to spread some of these rookies out, like Tanner Bybee and and Logan Allen and giving them extra days rest as, as well as, as, you know, often as he can, or as whenever there's an opportunity to do that, uh, is, is, are there any opportunities to maybe move guys, uh, you know, back in, in the rotation to, to sort of, uh, you know, give them uh, an extra day off before starts? Yeah, I think there is, Joe. He's, you know, uh, last week he said Allen would be pitching his next three starts, with an extra day's rest. So, you know, that's one way to do it. And maybe that's just the way the schedule unfolded. Uh, but he'll be, he'll be, he's going on Wednesday. No, he's going on Thursday, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, I'm just looking at the schedule here. You know, um, uh, let's see, uh, their next off day really, uh, next Monday. Yeah. Next Monday. Yeah. So, you know, I think you could probably manipulate it a little bit if you think, you know, Bybee needs needs a uh, you know a day off or some uh, a little extra rest. Yeah, I, I that's a, a, a consideration. You know, guys like Shane Bieber, uh, maybe even a guy like Aaron Savali, even though he's coming off the the injured list. Uh, you know, they're a little more veteran, they're a, a little more able to handle. Uh, you know, and and they're particular about staying on rest. So, you know, moving the rookies. Uh, ahead of them or behind them in the rotation could could be a benefit to them to to make sure that uh these guys don't pile up the innings because you know we don't want to see them you know suffering a blowout or or you know their performance dipping at the end of the season because they're they're just plain tired they've never thrown this many innings in a in a season before and and a guy like Tanner Bybee going what 85 pitches just to get through five innings the other day you know that's that's tough you're a rookie you're you're already sort of predisposed to throwing a lot more pitches. Yeah, and you know, Joe, he threw 105 pitches against. Right, uh, right. Yeah, against uh, uh, you know, Sandy. I, I mean, against uh, Arizona. So, I mean, that's a lot of pitches. Yeah. So you've got to be careful with with younger pitchers. You know, I think what what's the cutoff? You think 120 innings? I know, I know a couple of years ago that's what they you know McKenzie threw. And uh, so I would think they'll be very, very careful with these guys, especially once they get into the second half. Right. And that's that's something that makes a, a Gavin Williams, you know, even more uh, valuable to have him down there and, and sort of keep him limited right now so that he can help out later if he does come up. Uh, we will get a, a chance to we'll get an update on Tristan McKenzie's injury at some point today. Uh, so we'll find out the latest about that. 
Uh, we should get to talk to Bo Naylor as well as the first time he'll be uh, sort of exposed to the Cleveland media formally up there um, uh, this afternoon. Uh, we should also get an update on Cal Quantrill, who uh, was supposed to stay behind in Arizona and uh, and and pitch maybe a simulated game and, and start to get himself uh, on track to get back into a rehab situation. Yeah, he uh, you know, he would go to Goodyear. You know, the plan was at least for him to go to Goodyear, you know, the, the Guardian spring training site, you know, kind of finish off his rehab there. And like you said, maybe pitch a simulated game then go out and make either one or two rehab starts before he rejoins the uh, rotation. But he's he's really, uh, you know, feeling good, Joe. I talked to him a couple times. He said it's the best he's felt pitching since the middle of last year. Now, this is, you know, just throwing a bullpen, you know, 45 to 50 pitches. But he says, you know, he's no longer pitching in pain, which is always a good thing, uh, I, you know, if you're a pitcher. And, uh, you know, he's throwing all his pitches you know, which and uh, the, the the Guardians have been really happy with the way he's progressed. So, I, you know, I think, you know, I don't think they'll they'll rush him back, but his 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 return to the rotation might be a little quicker than than anticipated. Yeah. That, it, at the time he went on the the injured list, it was it was like, you know, hey, Cal, take your time. We, we've got arms. We've got guys that, you know, that we were trying to find places for if, if the Guardians were saying um now it's it's there's a need and there's a there's an opportunity for him to get back into that rotation so uh, i'm sure he'll be uh anxious to do that uh we were talking you and i were talking before uh, we started recording here about some of the upcoming uh milestones that some of these uh these guardians players uh have uh, you know it, it's always sort of fun to look at numbers and and figure out you know where a guy is in terms of team history in terms of personal achievements and and that sort of thing. And, and we know uh, the players themselves never like to talk about uh, numbers or when they pass a, a milestone, they, they, they really sort of downplay it. And Tito always downplays it as well. Uh, not not their their accomplishments, but like for his own personal. Um, but yeah, that gives us an opportunity to talk about it and sort of brag on these guys a little bit. Uh, Shane Bieber recently struck out his 900th batter. Uh, and, and I believe that was in his uh, start Friday night uh, in Arizona, uh, 900 strikeouts. So, you know, he's, he's 100, 100 shy of 1,000. I don't think he gets to 1,000, uh, certainly not this year, uh, and maybe not in a Guardians uniform uh, if, if things, you know, continue to, to trend the way they are. Um, there, that's always a possibility. But, but 900 strikeouts for Bieber in, uh, you know, what, a little over four years of, of major league, uh, you know, service time is pretty good. Yeah, definitely. His, and, you know, it's kind of, you know, he's not the Bieber of, you know, two or three years ago where he was striking out what Joe, like seven to 10 guys a game, you know, really, you know, he was a, you know, he was a threat to get 200 strikeouts an inning. I mean, a year. So, uh, you know, he's kind of changed as a pitcher. So his strikeout total, you know, might drop a little bit. <clears throat> and like you said, um, you know, to, uh, getting reaching a thousand might be a little bit out of his reach this year. Yeah, it's just a little bit uh, off there, but you know, certainly he's he's on the path to, you know, uh, like you said, multiple two hundred strikeout uh, year seasons, and and I think that's uh, uh, a a guy that you could always sort of you know book to to be in the the top ten of the league uh, every year. So uh, one of the elite guys. 
in that regard. Uh, as far as milestones go, Jose Ramirez now at 203 career home runs, uh, every one of them hit in a Cleveland uniform. He is 12 away from passing uh, Andre Thornton uh, on the, the all-time home runs list. Uh, that's, uh, you know, certainly a, a potential to, to be able to do that this season. Uh, probably wouldn't happen for uh, another month or so, or a couple months, actually. Uh, but, and, you know, that's it's significant uh, to, to move up on the list. What to sole possession of eighth place on the Guardians all-time list. So uh, that's a pretty significant accomplishment uh, for for a guy who didn't come up as a, as a big power guy. Oh, definitely, Joe. I mean, you know, when we've seen, you know, we've seen Jose's, you know, since day one. And when he came up, he was a skinny little kid. Uh, you know, he was a switch hitter. He was running around the bases like his his hair was on fire. He looked like a kind of a utility guy, you know, a mm-hmm. change of pace guy. And all of a sudden, he's turned into a monster. You know, he's he's one of the best power hitters in the game. Uh, he's and he's held that power. You know, I mean, this year, you know, the the home runs haven't been as frequent, but uh, the power is still there. We saw it, you know, in the three homer game. You know, he's still a dangerous hitter. And I think, you know, as he the as the weather warms up and as he gets deeper into this season, we're gonna see we're gonna see that swing again. And uh, he he could very very well, you know, catch catch Thunder Thornton. I, I love Thunder Thornton. That that name is great. And Andre <laughs> Andre Thornton was was such a nice man. But and he was a power hitter, Joe. Make no mistake about it. You saw him at the plate, and he was. That was Thunder Thornton. You knew he was there to hit home runs. You know, with uh, with with Jose, he's a little different, little different kind of build, little different kind of athlete, switch hitter. You know, he can do a few more things, but but Thunder was there to hit home runs. Yeah, that's a pretty neat uh, contrast. Uh, but they both arrive at the uh, sort of the same statistics, the same numbers. So uh, interesting to see that. Uh, Manuel Classe is at 88 career saves. He's 12 away from. Uh, you know, 100 for his career, uh, and that's uh, that's pretty rare, uh, rare error for the Cleveland franchise. Uh, not a lot of guys have have, have passed, uh, you know, more than 100 saves in their uh, their uh, Cleveland careers. Yeah, that's uh, and he's got there fast, Joe. You know, that's the thing with closers. They kind of come out like a Haley's Comet. You know, there's just like a, a meteor streaking across the sky. And uh, that's what Class A's done. I mean, he's he's at, like you said, 88 saves. Next guy on the list is Mike Jackson at 94. So he's got a chance <clears throat> to, you know, to go and, you know, tie, at least tie Jackson for the sixth place, you know, all time on the saves list. Yeah, and, and you know we had talked about you know the the record for uh, in season uh, you know being uh, you know reachable certainly this year uh, w- with the pace that he is on so uh, you know next uh, the top five in in terms of all time saves uh, Cody Allen at 149 Bob Wickman at 139 Doug Jones at 129 Chris Perez at 124 and Jose Mesa with 104 so. Uh, certainly he has a, a shot to be at the, the top of that list if he stays on pace, uh, you know, the way he has uh, the last couple of seasons for Emmanuel Classe. Uh, finally, uh, in terms of uh, milestones, personal milestones, Josh Bell, uh, one RBI shy of uh, 500 for his career. So 500 RBIs is certainly a goal for uh, Josh Bell right now. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully maybe he, he gets that taken care of, maybe in the first inning tonight against Oakland. 
Yeah, that's uh, I'm sure he's you know, I, I'm not sure what a, what a stat guy uh, Josh is, but I'm 500 RBIs. That's that's something you remember. You know, that's a milestone. So I'm sure if he doesn't remember it, somebody will remember it for him and mention it to him when if and when when he gets it. Yeah, it's a, a, a great time to to sort of, um, you know, talk to a guy after a game to mention to him, hey, uh, that that uh, single that you hit in the first inning tonight uh, drove in a run was your 500th RBI, and then just see the rec- the realization, you know, sort of fall over his face. It's kind of fun to do. So uh, we'll look forward to maybe that opportunity uh, tonight as we get things going. Uh, the Guardians versus Oakland, Aaron Savale versus Luis Medina uh, tonight, and uh, you know TBA on uh, on Wednesday. We'll we'll see how it goes. Hoinsey, we'll look forward to hearing from you on uh, Wednesday. Good deal, Joe.